Namo Buddhaya. Welcome to Monks in the Morning from Kalambo Dhamma Friends of Mahameonawa. We're so glad that you're joining us today. Today, we'll hear some answers to a couple of questions your friends from Dhamma School have asked. Tell me, have you ever felt sad or lonely when you couldn't be with your friends? I bet that happens a lot. And what should we do when we don't feel like meditating? That probably happens a lot to you too, doesn't it? Well, it happens to many people. So, we'll talk about these things today, and you'll get some ideas how to solve these problems. We'll also listen to a short covey that one of your friends wrote, and we'll get to chant the Angulimala Paritta. Now let's take the refuges and the precepts. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Say it together with me. Namo tasa bhagavato arhato Samma sambuddhasa Namo tasa bhagavato arhato Samma sambuddhasa Namo tasa bhagavato arhato Samma sambuddhasa Buddhang saranang gacchami Dhammang saranang gacchami Sangang saranang gacchami Dutiyampi buddhang saranang gacchami Dutiyampi dhammang Saranang gacchami Dutiyampi sangang Saranang gacchami Tatiyampi buddhang Saranang gacchami Tatiyampi dhammang Saranang gacchami Tatiyampi sangang saranang gacchami Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu Now to observe the five precepts, say after me, say loudly I observe the precept of Abstaining from killing beings. I observe the precept of Abstaining from stealing. I observe the precept of Abstaining from sexual misconduct. I observe the precept of 
abstaining from telling lies. I observe the precept of abstaining from taking intoxicating drinks and drugs. I follow these precepts for happiness in this life, for rebirth in heaven, and to realize the Four Noble Truths. In this Gautama Buddha's dispensation, Sad, sad, sad. Sadhu, sadhu, I worship the Supreme Buddha. Sadhu, sadhu, I worship the Supreme Dhamma. Sadhu, sadhu, I worship the Supreme Sangha. Sadhu, sadhu, I worship the Supreme Sangha. Sadhu, sadhu, I worship the Supreme Triple Gem. May I have refuge from the Supreme Buddha. Being able to recall the Supreme Dhamma, thinking of the Mahasangha's virtue, who followed the path to find out the four noble truths, I show respect to the Supreme Triple Gem. May I be blessed in this Gautama dispensation. I worship, I worship the Supreme Buddha. I worship, I worship the Supreme Dhamma. I worship, I worship the Supreme Sangha. I worship, I worship the Supreme Triple Gem. Namo Buddhaya Swamin Vahansa. Sometimes I feel very lonely when I don't meet my friends. What should I do to overcome it? Namo Buddhaya. I think all of us, at some point, have had this feeling when we wanted to be with our friends but we couldn't, and we feel really lonely, and maybe even a little bit sad. This is something that everybody has to deal with, isn't it? And when we think about it, According to the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma, we know that this is a normal part of samsara. This is what makes samsara difficult, is that we don't always get to hang out with the people that we want to hang out with. We don't get to see the people that we love. This is a normal part of samsara. This is why the Supreme Buddha said that this cycle of rebirth isn't, isn't really a happy place that we have to deal with difficulties like this. So one of the things that we can do when we feel this way is 
develop a little bit of wisdom, thinking, ah, yes, the Bhantes have reminded us that the Supreme Buddha taught us that we have to be separated from the people that we like. So when we have this feeling, we can use it as a reminder to think, yes, this is what samsara is like. Now, thinking wisely may still not be enough for us to overcome this sadness. So, what are some of the things that we can do? Well, one thing is to find something beneficial to do with our time that we can do by ourselves. So we know that there's lots of things that we can do all on our own that are very wholesome, right? We can listen to a sermon, we can recite paritta, we can read a Dhamma book, we can help out around the house, we can see, we can look around the house and see, okay, what's some job that I could do without my parents telling me, and I'll just go ahead and do that. Now, the advantage to doing these kinds of things is that once we've done them, afterwards we look at what we've done, we think about what we've done, and we're very happy, right? Just imagine you're at home feeling sad because you can't hang out with your friends, but instead you think, okay, now I'm alone, no one to bother me, uh, no one to distract me. I'm going to look around the house and see, is there a place that's dirty that I could clean, or a place that's messy that I could tidy, or something that's broken that I could fix? And then we go ahead and do that. Now, afterwards, we can look and think, ah, I've actually done something good without being told that I had to do it. I've done something that helps my family, that helps my parents, and now we can feel really happy, can't we? When we hang out with our friends, maybe we do good things, maybe we don't do good things, right? We can't always look back at that time with our friends and think, ah, I collected a lot of merit by hanging out with my friends. Sometimes maybe we can, but usually it's just to enjoy ourselves. But if we spend that time doing something useful, then we can look back and think, ah, now I can be very happy thinking about the fact that, that I've helped out my family. I've acted like a mature person. So when we do something like that, then we get a special kind of happiness that replaces that sadness that we have for not being able to hang out with our friends. But even if we're not able to find something to do where we're collecting good merit, then even just doing something else that we enjoy by ourselves is a way to overcome this loneliness. Because when we realize that we can be happy in some way or another, all by ourselves, then the next time that we're away from our friends, we won't get as sad. We'll think, ah, okay, last time this happened, I also felt sad. But last time, I realized that there were some books that I wanted to read. Maybe not even Dhamma books, just ordinary books. You read them, and then you feel happy. So when we do this, we get to think, okay, now, what was the 
what was the cause of my unhappiness? Was it not having my friends around? Because I was able to do something different and still get happiness. So maybe this happiness is, is not what I expect it to be. Maybe this happiness is something that I can control in my own mind. So these are all things that we can do to think about the situation and to overcome this unhappiness when we can't be with our friends. Now, another thing that we can do is think, okay, well, maybe there are people in the world that I don't know yet, who aren't my friends yet, who could be good friends for me. So we can try and make new good friends, right? This is especially true, say, if we move to a new country or we move to a new city and we look back and think, oh, I miss my friends in my old place, where we can think, okay, now I'm in a new place and surely there are good people here that I can associate with and become new good friends with. So why don't I make the effort to find some new good friends, people who are interested in doing good things with me. So in that way, we can also overcome our loneliness when we can't be with our old friends. Dear Bhante, what should I do when I don't feel like meditating? This is actually a very common situation. You're not the first person to have the thought, oh, I should meditate, but I don't feel like meditating. It's very normal. Kids feel this way, adults feel this way, even monks and nuns feel this way. So, what are some things that we can do when we don't feel like meditating? Well, we can think about two sides to this. One is things that we can do instead of meditating, and the other is ways that we can bring up this desire to meditate. So let's think about the first one. The Supreme Buddha taught us that there are many, many ways to collect good karma. Meditating is the best one of those, but there's also other things that we can do. We can practice generosity. If we don't feel like meditating, we can think, okay, how can I give something to someone? We can look around the house and see if there's something that is useful that we can give to someone else. In this way, we collect merit and our mind becomes happy. Maybe we can do something around the house to be helpful, right? Helping our parents. This is another way that we collect merit that's very powerful, but different than meditating. And when we do that merit, our mind may feel happier and more calm and we may feel like meditating. We can also spend time reciting the Dhamma that we've learned. We can recite parittas. We can spend time reading a Dhamma book, learning new Dhamma. If you've listened to a story before that you've heard, for example, here on Monks in the Morning, you can draw a picture of that story that you've heard. That'll help you remember the story. It'll help you to share that story with others, right? When your other family members come to visit, you can show them the pictures that you've drawn and then explain the stories to them. I know that they'd love to hear them. 
So that's another thing that you can do if you don't really feel like meditating. You can listen to Dhamma sermons. You can listen to old episodes of this program, for example. And maybe by hearing some Dhamma, you'll have the desire to meditate. But even while you're hearing that Dhamma, you know that you're collecting good karma. So when we don't feel like meditating, we may feel like doing something that's a little bit easier to enjoy, right? So maybe you know that if you meditate, you'll feel a certain kind of happiness afterwards. But if instead you think, ooh, I could be playing some video game, right? And I'll have a lot of fun when I'm doing that. And we compare those two kinds of happiness. On the surface, we can see that the video game happiness might be a bigger kind of happiness. But when we look deeply, we know that that kind of happiness doesn't really benefit us. We don't get a lot of advantages from that kind of happiness. So, in that way, we can think wisely about the different kinds of happiness that we get in the world. And we can know that even though the happiness that we get from meditating may be more of a quiet happiness or a subtle happiness, we know that it's a more long-lasting happiness, that even the happiness of thinking about that happiness brings us more happiness. Now, if we don't feel like meditating, maybe we're thinking about a kind of meditation that maybe is difficult for us, or we're not exactly sure how to practice. So instead of thinking about doing that kind of meditation, we can think back and think, okay, what's a meditation that I've enjoyed in the past? If you've practiced loving-kindness meditation before, you may think, ah, yes, when I practice that meditation, I feel very calm and peaceful. Why don't I practice that kind of meditation? Or maybe if you're thinking about doing sitting meditation, instead you could do some walking meditation and use that to calm your mind down. Or maybe if you're thinking, oh, I have to meditate for a half an hour, but I don't feel like meditating. Well, instead think, okay, let me just meditate for five minutes. And then that's easier to think about, isn't it? Now, a couple things could happen. One, you could meditate for five minutes and think, okay, that's enough. Now I meditated. And that's true, and that's good. Because if you didn't think, well, let me just meditate for five minutes, then maybe you would have given up completely. But if you just sit and meditate for five minutes, still, the merit that we collect, the benefits that we collect, very big. The Supreme Buddha said that even if we practice loving-kindness meditation for the time that it takes to milk a cow, still we collect powerful good karma that's better than almost any kind of material generosity that we could practice. So, if we decide, okay, let me just meditate for five minutes, the first thing that could happen is we meditate for five minutes. 
And that's very beneficial. The other thing that could happen is we sit there for five minutes and then we think, hmm, this is kind of nice. Maybe I'll just keep sitting for a little bit longer. And before we know it, we've been sitting there for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, a half an hour maybe. So by lowering what we expect to do, sometimes we can actually do more than we even expect. Another thing that we can do if we don't really feel like meditating is invite someone else to meditate with us. We can go to our brothers or our sisters, to our parents, and say, I don't really feel like meditating right now, but maybe if you meditated with me, then I might overcome that. I might feel like meditating more. And in that way, we collect merit not only from meditating, but we collect merit from encouraging someone else to meditate. So this is another technique we can use. And, you know, we'd love to hear your ideas about how you can develop the desire to meditate, times that you don't feel like it. So if you have ways that you like to use to help you meditate when you don't feel like it, just drop us an email and let us know or record a, a voice message for us and we can share it on the air. Paritta chanting. Angulimala Paritta. I think you may remember the story of the Arahant Angulimala, how he murdered many, many people but was still able to attain enlightenment because of his association with the greatest friend in the world, the Supreme Buddha. You may also remember how one day the Arahant Angulimala saw a woman trying to give birth to a baby. She was really suffering a lot, and Arahant Angulimala wanted to help. So the Supreme Buddha gave him this Paritta verse to chant for her. When he chanted it, instantly her suffering went away and she was able to give birth. Now let's chant this together. Turn to page 171 in your chanting book, or click on the show notes link to read it together with us online. Namo tasse bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasse Paritanyang bhanantasse nisinnathan dhovanam udakampi vinaseti sabbameva parisayam sathinagabhavutthanam yancha sadheti tankhane terasangulimalasse Lokanathen bhasitam Kapattai mahatejam Paritantam bhanamahe Even the water that is used to wash The seat which Arhanangulimala sat on And recited this paritta 
that water can end all sufferings if a pregnant mother suffers from any pain she will be well and be strong enough to stand instantly now we shall recite that very powerful paritta taught by the buddha to arahanangulimala which will hold its power for anyon yato ham bhagini ariyaya jatiya jato nabhi janami ಸಂಚಿಚಪಾನಂಜೀವಿತೋರೋಪೇತೀಸ್ತೀಸ್ತೀಗಭಸಿಸ್ಟರ್ಫ್ರಮ್ from that day on i am not aware of myself killing any living beings deliberately by this truth may you be well may the delivery of your child be peaceful It was great to spend time with you today. We hope that you learned something new, and we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. Do you have any questions for the monks? The Supreme Buddha taught us that asking questions is one of the ways that we can become wise. So, ask your parents to help you send in a question and we can answer it on the show. Just click on the show notes link to find out how. Did you get any ideas about how you can overcome loneliness? Or how to have the desire to meditate when we may not want to? Try out the things that you learned today and let us know how it worked. The monks would love to hear from you. Now let's share merits. Today, we've done many wholesome actions by body, speech, and mind. We went for refuge to the triple gem. You undertook again the five precepts that bring happiness in this life and in future lives. We recited the Angulimala Paritta. And we listened to some answers of questions that you asked. So, may our teacher, Pingwat Lokusoyo Hunksa, may all heavenly beings, may all of our teachers, our friends, have happy minds recollecting these wholesome actions. And may they soon experience for themselves the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddhaya.